if you want to change from the scarcity mindset of money to the abundance mindset, you have to realize that money is a tool to accumulate education, experience, time, all of those things that are resources that cannot be replenished while money can. How do you create an unshakable business? I crossed $100 million in net worth by the age of 28. Now I'm growing acquisition.com into a billion dollar portfolio. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in scaling big businesses and helping our portfolio companies do the same. Buckle up and let's build. Today, I want to talk about the seven money habits that are keeping you poor. Over the last seven years, I've spoken to thousands of people who have all asked essentially the same question, which is, how do I not be poor, right? Or how do I be as successful as you? How do I get as much money as you? How do I have as much money as you? And I've thought about a lot of the habits that I've accumulated over the years in terms of money and beliefs that I've accumulated. And I wanted to kind of break those down today. So hopefully I can translate them to you if you're not in the financial situation that you want to be in. So here's how I want to break this down is before you ask me, Layla, what are the beliefs and habits that you have around money? You have to first become aware of the beliefs and habits you have that are holding you back. Okay. Because we can't take a negative into a positive. What we've got to do is take a negative to a neutral by bringing you aware of those beliefs and habits and then take that neutral to a positive. So as I list these off, what I ask you to do is to write these down and then ask yourself, which of these habits and beliefs do you hold that you need to break? So the first habit that I see a lot of is sacrificing today for tomorrow. The first habit that I see a lot of is sacrificing tomorrow for today. Now listen, this is a habit that people have in a lot of different areas of their life. It just happens to come out in money. And so if you can fix it in this one area, I bet you it will translate into many areas of your life. So what is it? Well, it's basically spending tomorrow's money today. Saying, I really want to buy this thing. I really want to do this thing. I really want to experience this thing. I really want to stay at this hotel. And so I'm going to sacrifice having more money in a week, two weeks, three weeks to have the money today so I can spend it now. So it's really choosing the short-term comfort over the long-term having a functioning financial life, right? And so you're essentially stealing money from future you to give it to present you. That's what you're doing over and over again. And it creates people living in the cycle of typically paycheck to paycheck because they're constantly spending money from their future self. Now, I've seen this a lot. I'll give you an example, which is I had a woman in one of my companies who she had a terrible habit of buying bags. And she had more designer bags than myself and not as much money as me. And what I watched is that over and over again, whether she got a raise, she got more commissions, no matter what happened, it didn't translate into her saving more money. She actually just bought more bags. And so what I see is a lot of people that are in this situation tell themselves like, when I make more money, when I'm able to save more money, when I have less expenses, like then you know I won't sacrifice for tomorrow because I'll have more money and that means I want you to do that. Listen, that's not the thing. You're just going to find more things to spend the money on. That's how the brain works. And so it's going to do more of the thing that it's already doing. It's not going to change its way. You have to change your way now with the money you currently have. And so the way you break this is by mastering impulse control, okay? We're always going to have two sides to our brain. There's the logic side, and then there is the emotional-driven impulse side. And a lot of people that have bad money habits just have bad impulse control. And so just like if you wanted to lose weight, what a lot of people do is they eat a lot that day. Say they're at a friend's house, a party, they're out to dinner. They say, oh, I'll, I'll eat this now, but I'll just eat less tomorrow, or I'll eat less in the week. I'll, I'll exercise more this week to make up for today. That's what you do with money. And so if somebody were trying to lose weight, what would you tell them? You would say, you have to master impulse control. You have to essentially learn to tolerate being hungry. 
So what you have to learn is to tolerate not spending as much money, not getting the thing you want, not acting upon desire. Desire does not equate to decision, okay? So what you have to understand is that just because you want something doesn't mean you should do anything about it. That is the animalistic part of your brain that has no logical conditioning whatsoever. And so if you want to gain control over this and stop spending tomorrow's money, you have to fight against it. And what typically you need to do to fight against it is you need to take massive action against it to completely change your behavior. And so for somebody that is trying to lose weight and they just continue to rationalize over and over again, it might be like, we're going to fast for three days. So for you, it might be like, I'm going to go, maybe I'm going to New York City. I'm going to go to New York City and I'm not going to spend jack shit for three days. You have to do something that is so opposed to your current day behavior that you change your beliefs about yourself. Because right now, the reason you're stuck in the cycle is you don't believe in yourself. You have self-doubt. Now, the second bad habit that I see with money, and again, this is every area of life, it just comes out in money, is avoiding measuring money, okay? So what is this? This means that money and checking your bank account makes you feel anxious, so you avoid it. You don't do it, you don't measure it. You know where else this is really relevant? The scale. People don't want to weigh themselves because they don't want to see how much they weigh because it's embarrassing. It makes them feel bad. There's so much self-judgment that comes with it. But what we do every time we avoid something is we train our brains that it's not safe. And because it's not safe, the brain labels that it's not safe and wants you to avoid it more and more and more and more until it becomes something that creates a dysfunction in your life. And I actually really relate to this because when I moved to California and I only had, I don't know, it was five or $7,000 saved in my bank account, some number below 10, right? I only had that amount of money and I knew that I was spending a decent amount compared to what I was making because I was just ramping up in my job. I wasn't making good commission checks yet or anything like that. And so I remember I would avoid looking at my bank account because I didn't want to know how much I was spending because I was honestly just nervous that I wasn't going to be able to make ends meet. And so I know what it is like. But what I realized is that, you know, I was able to pull myself out of it and say, Layla, the situation's not going to get any better by not measuring how much money you've gotten there. And so what I actually did is I took opposing action in the opposite direction. I said, I'm going to download Mint and I'm going to really track how much I'm spending because I need to really understand this. I need to teach myself it's okay and I'm going to figure it out no matter what. And so if you're somebody who avoids measuring money, again, take complete opposing action. Download Mint and look at it every day. If you look at your money, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I promise you within two days, it's not going to make you feel anxious. Whatever we avoid expands, whatever we confront diminishes. And so if you want to feel less anxiety about having not a lot of money, look at how much money you don't have. Now, the third money habit that a lot of people have when they're not financially where they want to be is ignoring their debt, okay? So what this means is that people, I've seen it many times, they get paid a bunch of money. And they're like, I think I'm gonna go buy a house. And I't I'm like, Susie, I thought you told me you had like $20,000 in credit card debt. She's like, oh yeah, well, you know, those payments are over like two years and there's like all that and what. And so she always constantly is ignoring the fact that she still has debt. And so people count it as a positive. They're like, well, I just got paid $20,000. So I'm like, no, you just got paid zero because you owe 20,000. Now you've got 20,000. Now you're at zero. But people don't look at it that way. And I've had it happen a lot. You know, I had an employee who he was $20,000 in credit card debt and he got paid a huge commission check and he put none of it towards paying off his debt. In fact, he bought a new car instead. And so as you can imagine, what this is, again, is another manifestation of avoiding things that make us uncomfortable. 
what people want to do is pretend like now they've got all this money and they're avoiding paying off their debt because it makes them uncomfortable, makes them feel like they have less money than they do. Which, guess what? Whether you pretend or not, you do have less money than you think you do because you've got this fucking debt over here that you're ignoring. So how would you get yourself to change this behavior? The best thing you can do is create a personal balance sheet. If you were a company that had debt and you got paid more money, you wouldn't be worth more. You would be neutral, right? Like they wouldn't be like, oh, you're going to be so much better now. You're profiting so much because you have liabilities, which is your debt. And so just like a company has liabilities, so do people. And so what you should do is create your personal balance sheet, which is what are your negatives? Where are you liable? And what are your positives? And then you should look at that every time you get paid and you should learn to allocate a certain amount of your income to your liabilities to then pay down those liabilities. Ideally, in my opinion, if you get anything extra over your living expenses, pay off the liabilities. Because the thing is, is that they're just going to grow. They're going to make more money off your interest and they're going to sit there for forever. And for me, I don't know about you, and this is a personal preference, I don't want that shit on my mind. I don't want to think about that shit. I don't want to know I have debt. I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to tell people I've got debt. That's embarrassing. And so that's how I look at it. And people who have a lot of money and make a lot of money don't keep debt unless it's used as a tool. The fourth habit of people who aren't where they want to be financially is that they don't spend money to save time or promote growth. Okay, the two advantages of money that I see is that I can use money to buy time and to buy experience that I don't yet have, right? So when I'm hiring somebody who might be $700,000 a year, I'm buying experience that I don't have time to go get. Now, people who don't have a lot of money think differently. They think, how can I go get that experience so I don't need to spend this money? And that's a fundamental shift that has to change. And so if you want to change from the scarcity mindset of money to the abundance mindset, you have to realize that money is a tool to accumulate education, experience, time, all of those things that are resources that cannot be replenished while money can. And so a lot of people think, well, Layla, that's easy to say. You have a lot of money. Listen, it doesn't start that way. When I had essentially no money and I was making jack shit, I took the first paycheck I had. I remember I got the first paycheck from Gym Launch when we were first like making money launching gyms. And I bought a $4,000 course, which was like more than half my money at that point to learn because I knew that in order for me to make more money, I needed to learn more. I was like, I don't have the skills yet, but I can go pay money to get experience and get time so that I can acquire that skill set. And so I say this as somebody who I did that along the way and I spent Oh, so much of my money along the time of until I actually made a significant amount trying to accumulate that experience and that education because I knew that that was what I couldn't get back. I couldn't get back this time. I could get more money later if I had more experience in education, but I can't get back time. And so the best thing that I've seen people do is if this is tough for you, is commit a certain percentage of your income to buying back time or buying back education or experience. You know, I would say start with something like 20%. Ideally, it's a significant amount of your income because if your goal is to make more money than you are now, you should be constantly reinvesting in yourself. The fifth money habit that I see of people who are not where they want to be financially is spending before they save. Okay, this one has a very simple solution, which is you can put automatic transfers in your account. So what I would suggest is that we save a certain amount each month, say that's 20 or 30% of your income, the day after you get your paycheck, you have an automatic transfer that transfers that amount to your savings account. And you don't touch your savings account. You don't look in your savings account. You don't use your savings account to live, right? That's your oh shit money. 
And so that is how you break that habit is there are things that you can put into place that you don't have to think about it. You don't need to make the, because what you're doing every time you transfer it yourself is you're remaking the decision. Should I save this money? Does it matter? But I need it for this, but I have this thing I want to buy, but I want to do that. In reality, imagine a person who has a large savings. Are they going to make better or worse decisions than somebody who has no savings? Probably worse decisions because they have less of a cushion. And so if you don't commit to creating that safety cushion or what I call an oh shit fund for yourself, then you're more likely to make shitty decisions out of desperation, fear, anxiety. And so this isn't just like, oh, save up money so you can buy a house one day or some bullshit. This is so you can have peace of mind so you can make good financial decisions going forward. The sixth money habit that I see of people who are not where they want to be financially is keeping up with the Joneses, okay? It's trying to look rich when you're not rich. Guys, this is rampant on social media. I see it everywhere. People that I know that make jack shit have Lamborghinis and mansions and places they take pictures in front of because they're trying to show off all this money that they don't have because they rented that fucking Lamborghini that's not their house, that's their uncle's house, and that's not even his fucking girlfriend, right? I know that doesn't have to do with money, but probably not. So... Anyways, like what you see is that people are more concerned with looking rich than actually being rich. And this is something that I feel like I've actually mastered because I find a sixth sense of satisfaction in knowing that I look much less successful than I am. Why? I don't know. But I hate the fact that so many people put out this front and then what is behind the wall is that not actually that much money, right? They're not actually that successful. I actually had somebody that I knew that had this to such an extreme that he was, I think, had less than $10,000 in his account and wouldn't sell his Bentley. I was like, you've got a Bentley you're paying for each month. Why don't we get rid of that? He was like, can't get rid of the Bentley. And I was like, why can't you get rid of the Bentley? And the guy was like, can't get, it's just like, I can't, he couldn't give a logical reason. People care more about what others think of them than what they think about themselves and what they think of their own financial situation. And that's where this comes from. It's the fear of judgment of others. We would rather be approved by all these people who don't actually give a fuck about us than be approved by ourselves and the people who do give a fuck about us and want the best for us. And so really the only way to go all in on this is to completely own the fact that you are fearful of judgment of others. Like, it is okay to be afraid. It's okay to have an irrational fear. It's okay to feel like, I'm scared of other people judging me. But you don't need to act in accordance with the fear. The only difference between you and I, me making this video, you watching it, I have fear of judgment. I don't act upon it. You do. And so if you're financially illiterate, you don't have the right money, and you're constantly keeping up with the Joneses, just understand, like, the feelings of fear aren't going to go away. But your behavior can change. You can act despite that fear. Because courage doesn't even exist without fear. And so fear is actually a prerequisite to making this change. And so the next time that you consider buying something that you can't afford to look like someone that you're not, reconsider and ask yourself, is that really going to have the effect in my life that I want? Is that going to get me closer or further from the person I want to be? Probably further. And the seventh and final money habit is being comfortable with making what you are. Okay, I know this seems backwards, but what happens is that actually a lot of people accumulate these other six habits or they master them and then they make a decent amount of money and then they become comfortable with that. They make $200,000, $300,000 a year, maybe four hundred. You know, they're making good money, but then they become comfortable. That becomes their new set point. And so what happens is people don't try to get a raise, get a promotion, or make more money because they're good with where they're at, 
right? They're like, I'm comfortable here. Like, I don't need more money. They don't have aspirations that are even bigger. And they're like, I can't think of anything else that I would need, need, that would make me want to make more money. Now, what I've seen is the reason most people stay here is because most of the people that they surround themselves with are the same way. They're okay staying complacent. They're okay making the same amount of money. They're not trying to strive for more, whether it be a promotion, whether it be a raise, whether it be a different line of business, whether it be whatever it is, whether you own a business or work in a business, it's not making more money because everyone else you're surrounded by, you might actually make more than most of them. And so it makes you feel good and like there's nothing more to strive for. So I myself have been in this situation many times over and over. And what I've done is I've put myself around people who make way more fucking money than me. So then I feel like shit. I know that sounds crazy, but like, I want to feel like I have less money than everyone else because I want to see like, what are their desires? How do they think? Like, and you get around people who, you know, I think, okay, to a lot of people, I have a lot of money. You know, I've done that by having businesses. I know people that have so much money that they can build cities. Getting around people that think like that is inspiring. And so maybe it's not the drive of being able to buy a Lamborghini or a house that's going to keep motivating you, but maybe it's the impact you can have on the world if you have a certain amount of money because I know that's what drives me. I want to be able to build things that nobody else can build, and I know I can't do that unless I have a certain amount of money. But you can't do that unless you get around people who think like that. And so the biggest way to break this habit is to simply find at least one or two people who think differently. Even if you can't find them, read their books, read their blogs, you know, follow them, watch their videos, consume everything that they talk about, and get into that mindset so that you cannot stay stuck where you are, but understand why it's beneficial to you to continue always striving for more. <laughs>